Coming up on this episode, we begin by investing in some skis, finding some new hobbies, and the secrets of what sits on our desks. Then we get into the week's tech news centered around the latest announcements from Apple computers. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 334, recorded March 14th, 2022. Deskception. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and of course you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by two Max chips who, when put together, make an ultra chip. It's Dan Miller and Colby Rabadou. Good evening, <laughs> gentlemen. Nice. Hello. Thanks, Sean. <clears throat> what's what's good, my pals? Um, I tried to buy skis. So, Colby, have you ever bought skis before? Once. I think technically I still own a pair of skis and they're like <laughs> at my parents. I was going to say, you don't sound basement. very confident. Well, I haven't seen them in many years. <laughs> I have no gotcha. reason to believe they're not in Rhode Island. Uh, so one, if you're a fancy little duchess, one way you can buy <sighs> skis is by demoing. It's called demoing, where you, you rent brand new skis or nearly brand new skis that are more expensive than normal rentals. But typically the, the catch is you can then apply the cost of all of your demo rentals against the cost of the pair of skis. So long as you buy them from the place you're renting from, uh, which is a good deal. Cause then you can try them all out and see what you like. And it turns out I am just barely good enough to be able to detect some differences. So we, we rented three simultaneously, and then we tried them all out, and then we drove back, and we were like, oh, I like these two, but I think I slightly like this one better than this one. And the person downstairs was like, well, that's great. Hey, just head on upstairs and tell them that you rented three skis. They can look it up on the computer, and you know, anytime you want to buy a ski, they'll apply the credit. I was like, great. I'm going to do that right now because we want to go skiing next weekend. So I immediately headed upstairs and said, hey, I want these skis. And they're like, oh, well, we don't have those skis. Oh, well, then, <laughs> okay. How about these other skis? I didn't like them as much, but, you know, and they're like, we don't have those either. And we went back downstairs and told the guy, he's like, yeah, I don't know why they let me demo skis that we don't have. Um, but apparently, like, the way that skis work is, you know, they're probably going to start manufacturing next year's skis pretty soon, and then they make however they make. They ship them to whoever they ship them to. I have no idea how that's decided. It sounds a lot like wine. And then that's it. And then they're done. You can't like go to the ski company and be like, oh, can I place another order for like a thousand more skis? Like, no, there are no more skis, especially this year and blah, blah, blah. And then we're like, well, can we just buy the skis that you're renting out? And they're like, no, because there's so few skis that we want to rent them out more. <laughs> <laughs> so I never got a pair of skis. Oh, and then he was like, well, you should try these skis. I'll give them to you t- for free to demo next weekend. I was like, well, that's that's nice. But then just for fun, we went upstairs and we were like, how about these skis? We haven't even tried yet. And they're like, we don't have those either. <laughs> no, okay. But it, at least I got a free <laughs> rental out of it. Wow. And they will let us apply the credit next year or in the fall. So hope is not lost. Well, I think you've learned a really valuable lesson that we've talked about many times on the show, which is the subscription model always wins. (laughs) (laughs) You don't own anything. You just borrow it for a monthly fee. Yeah. Uh And honestly, that's what I did last year. You can borrow them for a yearly fee and it's pretty cheap. It's like $300, maybe even less. I think it was less than that. Um, You go skiing 30 times which is what we did last year, <laughs> it's it's a pretty good deal. Even if you go skiing 10 times, that's 30 bucks a day. That's usually they're like $40, $50 a day. Um, so, man, maybe I should just always do that. It's not a bad idea. But, but then God, in a what couple a... years, then you might as well have bought skis. That's that right. how it's a long-term catch is up with you. Yeah, it's it's rent money not going towards a mortgage. Same idea. You're not owning anything at the end of the day. Except, uh, yeah, well, skis, skis don't, don't go appreciate up in, value. in value ever, unlike <laughs> houses, which only sometime appreciate in value. Yeah, I was about to say, sometimes. Some, maybe a car might be a better 
better parallel. <laughs> Although as I'm learning in the car business, this is the weird time where cars actually are going up in value. Uh, so one, one of those funny things. No, that's, you know, that's one thing about skiing, Dan. I, I just baffles me is the uh, financial investment. It's like golf. Oh, yeah. In that respect where it's like, I, I'm not going to judge anybody who does it, but it's numbers rolling into the head. That I'm like, this is not like a sometimes hot. This is not like a on a whim hobby. Like there's work that goes into it. Oh, yeah. I wish there was less work. Um, and yeah, you need lots of equipment to stay warm. Sadly, it is cold. Now, Colby, what do you think? I think we should help Dan out here because it sounds to me and I'm very bad at reading people. Sounds to me like Dan's bored with skiing. It's a hassle. It's expensive. I think we got to find Dan a new a new sports hobby. Sports hobby. So sports what do you what, what do you think, Dick? And again, he's not going to join the NBA. No offense, Dan. I'm sure he'd be a great power forward. But what what do we think Dan should be doing next with his athleisure dollars? Free solo. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> maybe a little advanced, admittedly, but we can what? we can work up to that. I mean, I don't know if the goal is to not have a hobby that has so much equipment and overhead. You know, that's true. Just go right for you. Find a big rock, scoot on up there. <laughs> Dan, how are your how are your fingers and toes? Uh, supple. <laughs> oh no, that was the wrong word. <laughs> Soft That's... as a baby's bottom, I'm told. <laughs> See, I, I was thinking we could get Dan to do scuba diving, but... I've done it, scuba diving. No, but not... Because you're Dan. You're not any guy. You're Dan goddamn Miller. So you got to get the, the where it's the big metal helmet connected by the hose, like the old-timey <laughs> diving suits that oh, like can bubble up and inflate that Vintage are pressurized. scuba diving. And so you kind of walk on the bottom real slowly. Yeah, like the vintage car people, but for scuba diving. Yeah, what are those called? I don't know. Vintage car people uh, for scuba diving? I know that they have a name. Well, they're diving helmets, I guess. Um, Yeah, okay, it's just a diving helmet. I thought it had a much cooler name, but apparently it doesn't. It was a diving bell. Is that what you're thinking of back before that when they just put a bell over their oh. entire body and walked into the ocean. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> Bring that back. <laughs> the hell's Dan doing with that giant bell? <laughs> My God, he's walking to the ocean. And you get the bends. Um, yeah, I think, I think uh, there's some good options out there for you, but that's exciting. So what are you going to do? What, what's your, what's your summer activity? Obviously, you can't ski year-round, or at least not without some aggressive travel. We have... Actually, that is something we've been doing. We uh, hopefully not... Uh, what What is the adjective for when you're exhibiting hubris, you're doing something X? Uh, hubristical? Hubristical. Hopefully, this isn't Hubrain. a hubristical, but we planned a whole mess of summer activities recently damn um so we're going camping we're going hiking and we were going to go to alaska oh right so th that was the real we were like we're in seattle you know it's close and in the united states is alaska let's go it turns out it's not actually that close <laughs> um you could technically drive to alaska it would take like days because there's no highway <laughs> it's like you take the highway like a little bit north of Vancouver and it's all back roads <laughs> all the way up that little spindly part. Um, so you have to fly and then, you know, flights are pretty cheap. Um, how much do you think renting a car in uh, what's what's the city called? The capital of Alaska. Anchorage, Anchorage in August would be per day. Three hundred and sixty dollars. Three hundred dollars. Yes. All right. I'm not then, surprised. We were going to go for like the full week, the 10 days. Three thousand dollars plus tax. <laughs> you could again just buy fly, a used car. You could, you could fly instantly to Australia for round trip. 
for that money easy and and have some left over so we canceled the alaska plans and we're just going to do a bunch of stuff we're going to try to do all the hikes well you know what i've always wanted to do ride the rails yeah right ride ride the train up which i know you can do because i've looked into it uh, you ride the train up, then just ride the train all around Alaska, and you get the, you can get off the train at the places you're going to, so you don't have to like get a car once you get there. You know, that's not a bad idea. And it's less than $3,000. Then, $3, then there are like that. tour buses and stuff that you could take at Denali and all those places. That's right. Mm, that's, true. that's right. Amtrak vacations. The Amtrak will actually do a package deal for you. They'll, now, they'll yeah, book hotels. Colby's and... been on an Amtrak vacation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. The does Amtrak go to Alaska? I don't think you can take Amtrak from Seattle to Alaska. But Is there Amtrak you can book in Canadian. Alaska? But there there are trains in Alaska that take you to actually shockingly that take you to the the major areas, um, and are supposedly That's really cool. beautiful. And it Amtrak will book nice. you vacations across Canada. There you go. Most popular, Alaska. Oh, yeah, the Alaska Railroad. Remember from Roderick on the Line? It's its own thing, Colby. I, I guess I do. I didn't. Uh, Alaska. Oh, yeah, here we go. You can go from Seattle to Vancouver, make a bunch of stops along the way, and end up in, in Skagway in, in Vancouver up to Anchorage. The Couve. The world. The Alaska. Famous. Oh, and you can do it with a cruise, Dan. It's the Alaska Rail and Sail. Wow. 18 days. You get on a boat in Vancouver and take the boat up to Alaska. Oh, here's another crazy thing um, that uh, made me a little bit less enthusiastic about Alaska. Uh, in Denali National Park, there's this. As in many national parks, there's a road that you use to traverse the park. But this road is mostly closed because of a landslide. And you, and you think, oh, okay. But it's been closed for like a year and a half because it's not a landslide onto the road. It's a landslide underneath the road. And there's this, this time-lapse photo of like not that long, just like over the course of the summer. And you see the road like just sinking <laughs> down the mountainside oh uh and so they don't know how to fix that and so you can't actually can't get to most of denali right now at least not in a vehicle maybe on a horse that'd be cool strap uh, yourself to a drone <laughs> like four drones one on each limb still cheaper than a rental car yeah <laughs> That happened at the cliff walk in Newport. There was a a big chunk of the cliff walk just fell into the sea. And they were surprised because it wasn't the part that they were worried about falling into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a lesson there. I don't know. It's not about walking on cliffs. Right. What uh what's what's new with you, Colby? What's going on in Colby's world? Oh, wow. I got a work Share computer. I got a work computer that is uh, a Hewlett Packard. And yeah, no, <laughs> a gateway. No, it's it's an e machines. Imagine. Ah. No, it's it's a it's a new Mac. It's a it has the thing. It's so fast. It has a battery. I've never heard the fan. Mm hmm. Um, Dang. <clears throat> yeah, it's great. Now, is it the, the new, new one? No touch bar, extra ports? Yeah. Nice. You got a lot of stuff plugged into that bad boy? Well, no, because I already configured my whole life to accommodate the old. <laughs> <laughs> the They're old just one. sitting there sad and a break. I'm a one plug boy, so I just, uh, you know, use my one plug. I haven't even used the, the, um, the MagSafe charger. Damn. Yeah, I I just keep the MagSafe charger in my backpack now. That's since a good I've idea. I've gone like two places now in 2022, so I've actually used it. Right. That's cool. Yeah, I got well, a I will say, I'll, just for kicks. 
I said, I said, I, I'm going to have to try it just for kicks. <laughs> yeah. Just yank, you still, yank your computer off your desk. Are you still Thunderbolt displaying? Well, for now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I was just curious, just vis- envisioning, envisaging your, uh, your setup. I still have the Thunderbolt display. I did put it up on like a, like an arm, like a, oh. a monitor arm. But like, and then I have the, that box thing, the Cal digit box that works really right. well. And all, now, all the gunks plugged into that. How did you find putting the Thunderbolt display on an arm? Oh, it was a whole thing because you have to like, have you tried to do this before? I've done this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's like a, like the Thunderbolt display has a Mac uh, Mac, what are those called? Mac desktop, v- iMac, Visa mount, iMac stand. Well, I mean the the Thunderbolt display has like a like one of the all in one esque like stands like built into it, and so to right. get it off, you have to like slide like a credit card into the slot in just the right way to like unhook some unseeable dingus and then there are like 12 tiny screws and then you unscrew all the screws and then you attach your 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 vase amount to that which was great um but the the really interesting part is it's so heavy like it's 20 pounds the thunderbolt display and that is like the actual the the upper bound of the monitor stand I got and it like didn't work. <laughs> like I had to tighten all the screws like extra. <laughs> um, and it's like stuck now. <laughs> like I think I broke it by tightening the screws too much. Uh, it does oh, keep no. my monitor up, but it, it, it does not, it is not adjustable any longer. Um, which is fine. Cause I don't really need to adjust it. Maybe uh, I I did look at the new ones and the new ones uh, are half the weight. Wow, they're ten pounds instead of twenty. It's crazy. Uh, that's surprising. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know what's in mine. Just a bunch <laughs> of extra weight. Twenty pounds is a lot for them. I'm sorry. That's all. I don't think my fifty-five inch on the wall in the living room weighs that much. I don't know what's in there. Whatever it is keeps it working for, as far as I can tell, indefinitely. It's going to outlive us all. Probably. I've had great luck with screens. My TV and my monitor. That's true. 2014. Maybe 2014 was just a good year for screens. (laughs) Hey, let's see if you can hit that 10-year mark. It's coming up. Right. Yeah, 2011 was when the Thunderbolt display came out. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yep. I, I, uh, I put a picture in the slack of my new desk arrangement where I show all the fancy technology I have holding up my monitors, including a stack of books and an empty cardboard box. Nice. Um, so I've, I've really, uh, <laughs> I've really gone cheap. Um, unfortunately. And what's great is you can see in the picture to the left of my monitor, that uh, that black thing sticking out that is a wall mount for a monitor and the problem is it my monitor says it accepts standard visa mounts except for the one i already have on the wall so it doesn't the screw holes do not line up and it does not fit so now what kind of light is that sean well gee whiz dan i'm glad you asked it's a uh it's a it's essentially like a work light like I went to, I literally went to Harbor Freight and got these like clip on where they have these steel uh, rims around them with just a hue light bulb screwed into them. They're nothing fancy hmm. uh, that I got one, two, three of them just kind of clipped onto various things um, to make me look beautiful or just really tired. Uh, they make the shadow you, under my eyes look huge. <laughs> do you use the hue color changingness? Like have you, is there like a recording preset you have or you like the way the colors are set up no these are just the white ones so i just do it by br- their brightness adjusted per light but 
I don't do anything fancy color-wise. I don't, I've never owned a color-changing light bulb. I never saw a good use. I agree. Oh my yeah. God, look at, I'm sorry. Look at how nice Colby's desk looks. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't do that to me. <laughs> oh, mine does not look as good. <laughs> I did. Like, before I took the picture, I threw some crap on the uh-huh. floor. Uh-huh. This is, this is like, this is like when you go on Kickstarter and they're like selling some new desk tchotchke and like this is the ultra clean modern desk they show you that they put it on. Yep, that's me. We have two or th- maybe it's four uh, hue light bulbs that do the color thing. And I decided to put them all outside. So we have the front light bulb and we have like two outside light bulbs. And I figure then you can do fun seasonal color things with it. And at least people would see. Yeah, that's the only use case I've found. Yeah, I think, you know, I have been interested in like the smart light strips or like some of the other formats of but I think just a straight light bulb with color is kind of tough because you can't really do some strong uh, event lighting. Oh, look, even Dan's got a cooler desk than I do. Uh, you know, I'm going to post these on our on our Facebook and Twitter pages and we'll have a poll because <laughs> this is I, I'm really you guys are bumming me out. I also and, like the inceptioning with the screenshots. here. <laughs> <laughs> that is too. And I love it. Is that your wallpaper or did that come with the place? That came with the house. Yeah. Very nice. Um, See, you was... got to turn the desk around and have that as your backdrop. <laughs> Then my desk would be occluding the entire closet behind mm-hmm. me. So fair enough. I can do this with my desk, though. That's, uh, you know, not <laughs> obvious in the in the photo. My desk that is noise is. Yeah, keep going. Desk. We don't want to see it. Just keep going. Uh, no, the, the noise it makes is excellent. <laughs> no, <dude. laughs> uh-oh, it's stuck. <laughs> Jump, Dan. Now we need is an adjustable height, Dan, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> now, Dan, I notice you have the like clamped to your desk uh, plug, yeah. and stuff. I I got one of those too, and it the plugs work, but the uh, USB ports just don't work at all. Hmm. Do yours work? What, and, uh, they and, only provide power. Yeah. No, I mean oh. mine. Mine don't provide power, which I assume means, which I think means they don't do anything. They're just empty holes. Oh, I see. Yeah, this came with the desk that Lena got at her old company's like <clears throat> moving sale. Nice. So I don't even know what kind of desk it is. It's very heavy. I believe it. Nice. Uh, Speaking of things that are heavy or not heavy, don't we have an Apple event to run through very quickly in chronological order? Oh, I think it's time for some peak performance. Brought to you by Dan Miller. Dan, we have got Apple's event from last week. Always a day late and a dollar short here on Don't Panic, but better late than ever. We're going to talk about some of the things they announced at this event in no particular order. Let's start from the least interesting to the most interesting. Good news, iPhone 13 and 13 Pro now come in green. Uh, an alpine green uh as they describe it that's the only so i'm thinking of getting off the uh apple upgrade program train because the the phones year to year just getting less interesting and i think next year i might just not get whatever comes out because i do like their fun colors that they release mid-year i just always already have a phone so next year i might just wait until the mid-year color release sure yeah i mean honestly that's Color is a decent reason to upgrade your phone, I would argue. I mean, it is not to say a fashion piece, but I've got I had red. I now have blue. I love the green. So I could absolutely see that. I used to, I had the green one when they had the green available before, and I thought it was great. Yeah, I have the baby blue one. Now you yeah. can see it. I used to use the Apple leather case until literally today, but it got warped, I think, because of, because of getting wet. I don't know if you can mm. see that corner um so don't get a leather case if you go skiing i guess Hmm. i've been going caseless with just a pop socket whoa what whoa (laughs) 
living life on the edge. <laughs> I have so many, so many questions. So you took a pop socket, and you directly <laughs> attach it to the back of it's, your iPhone. It's like a, it's like a MagSafe. Oh, oh it's a MagSafe pop socket. Pop socket. Yeah. Wow. Now is it a wallet too, or is it, it just the pop socket? It is a wallet too. Wow. Has some. You got some enough room in your in pockets there. for the, for all that all that hardware? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> so the problem I was having, like, I got this new, the new phone, and it's like a little too heavy, and it hurts my hands. Like, as soon as I got this phone, I started having like weird finger pains. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll get this this pop socket. I'll try like a pop socket thing. And then I was looking at the wallet. I was like, that seems kind of convenient. And so I got that, and. It kind of helps, but it also it also made the phone even heavier. <laughs> uh, so I found if I removed the case, it felt more appropriate, like the weight was more appropriate. But and this is the pro, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also might go non-pro next time. Yeah, because it it yeah it's a little bit lighter. But do you have the the. Big Boy Pro or the regular Pro? That's the regular Pro. Oh, yeah. okay. So then you won't miss the size. No. Right. Well, right. we'll have at least one more color option moving on. Apple TV Plus announces Friday Night Baseball. Get excited. Uh, they'll have exclusive streaming rights to Friday Night Games during the regular season. And in the U.S. and Canada, there's also a new 24-7 MLB live stream with replays, news, highlights, and analysis, plus on-demand highlights, and a new MLB Big Inning live show. Is is now the is now a good time to get into baseball? Dan, I don't think there could literally have been a worse time to get into baseball. <laughs> baseball interest in America is at a record low. But the good news is if you get now and it becomes popular again, you could say you were there when nobody was interested. <laughs> right. You gotta scoop up all those NFTs. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yep. Pick a bad franchise, get in early. When they win the World Series, you can say I've been a fan the whole time. <laughs> Um, no, there's nothing interesting to talk about with baseball. I assure you, um, updated iPad air, uh, mostly internal updates, an eight core M one chip, just like the iPad pro five G on cellular equipped models and a 12 megapixel front facing camera. Um, the prices will remain the same. And now the USB C port is twice as fast, but I don't know if anyone's going to actually notice that. Okay. Uh, Stop me if you have any comments. Uh, The new iPhone SE. The cheap phone is back, and this time it's less cheap. Uh, The iPhone (laughs) SE is back. Uh, It keeps that same small form factor and the 4.7-inch screen as the previous SE. Um, Chunky bezels, the whole nine yards. It still has the Touch ID home button um, and all of those things, but the real upgrade, uh, same camera, um, although they say because the processor, it's going to look a little bit better. Um, the big thing is uh, the upgraded A15 chipset uh, for better background, better processing, and all of those things. Um, it uh, and it gains 5G, but interestingly enough, not ultra wideband 5G. Very curious. Uh, just your standard sub six gigahertz 5G, uh, and it will be priced at 429 for the base 64 gigabyte model. It's a good deal. Ah, oh, bums me out. I see people like my company by default. If you have a company phone by default, they buy you the SE and like you have to fight them to get anything better. And I have coworkers who use it. And I just looking at it, it just like it makes you're just me looking sad. at it. And it's not unlocking. And you're like, what's happening? Well, and it's just <laughs> it's got a home button, a home button. It's wild. The screen doesn't go the whole way. Yeah, it's weird. Look, it's they should have a discount phone, a cheaper model. There's no shame in that. Um, but I just wish they would do a, a less of a gap, I suppose. But a worthy upgrade. Someone will buy it. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into some of the computing stuff, uh, starting with the new chip. Then we'll get into the new computer and the new monitor. Uh, guys, you had M1. And you had M1 Pro, and you had M1 Max. But ladies and gentlemen, 
Apple went further. Introducing the M1 Ultra to M1 Max is essentially duct taped together. Uh, and it is fast and has a bazillion cores, uh, is the uh, simplest way I can put it. But really, they use Apple's Ultra Fusion architecture uh, to combine two separate M1 Max chip, thanks to the two and a half terabyte per second interprocessor connection. Um, you're essentially doubling at this point. It's 20 CPU cores, 64 GPU cores, a 32 core neural engine, and up to 128 gigabytes of RAM. They say it'll get eight times the performance of the standard M1. It also uses, uh, they say it has better CPU performance than a 16 core PC desktop while using 100 watts less power. I read something today talking about how it's actually way more impressive than it sounds that uh, they duct taped, quote unquote, duct taped these two <laughs> processors. Please don't quote because me. Because <laughs> that's that is established. People do that all the time for CPUs, but it's much more difficult to do it for graphics cards. I don't know why, but this article is, was saying that. Uh, so the fact that this works is actually kind of novel. That's cool. Absolutely. I can remember back in the day, like 10, 15 years ago, probably uh, with NVIDIA SLI, where you could take two NVIDIA graphics cards and duct tape them together, but it didn't provide uh, two times as much graphics power. And you needed to like write specials, like the games need to have special software to support it. Uh, and so I, that I think is the difference here is it doesn't show up as two graphics cards. You don't need to think about it any differently. It just somehow the system makes it all work together. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of crazy that they didn't make one chip twice as big. You know what I mean? I mean, there is something interesting to the idea. Yeah. I was reading that there there's like limits. You can't just keep doubling stuff forever. Uh, something, something, something. This is this is how I imagine it must feel for you when we talk about normal computer software stuff, Sean. With this harder stuff, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> and so. it just kind of sounds like somewhere between magic and made up yeah, nonsense something about nanometers there's like five nanometers there's three nanometers something transistors blah 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 yeah yeah no i i don't understand it but really the only question i have is we had the m1 then the m1 pro then the m1 max and the m1 ultra what's the next one after that what superlative can they possibly add after ultra the m1 oh that's really good but it's close to ultra yeah, that's true. Um, uh, Diamond Jubilee. Infinite? Infinite. Ooh. M1 Infinite. Uh, let's just, let's go to like Alienware. Like what is Alienware? <laughs> what insane Alienware. technology? Which, which by the way, while you're looking at this X series laptop. I, I will tell you that this really happened to me at work where we have a, a tool that we manufacture and we were working on some kind of features we wanted to highlight on it. And I literally sat there and I said, you know, the, the way it works is it doesn't jam when you put the screw through it. That's the technology, but we don't have a name other than no jams. And I said, Oh, well it's smooth advancement technology. And they're like, Oh, Sean, where did, did someone t like where? And I go, no, I just made it up. And so we're just using it. Like it doesn't mean anything. There's literally no like smooth advancement technology. Like it's just a name we made up and it's now on the Sounds box. Cool. So yeah, it's, it's just what well, it turns out. You can just make shit up like that. Do you get a bonus for that for coming up with smooth advancement I, technology? I actually did come up with the name for an upcoming product that's going to be rolling out and I got a free lunch out of it. So that was pretty <laughs> cool. So when I go into Home Depot and see the box on the shelf with my name on it, I can say I got a free lunch for that. M1 without uh, limits. Yes. Yes. I love that. Or like M1 Supernova. <laughs> like really just. What are other gaming brands besides Alienware? Um, uh, Razer. Razer. Thank you. That's what I was trying to Oh, you know me. I know all the gaming brands. Razer. 
how did how did the scooter company and that other company uh, sort that one out? Hey, as as long as the video game company don't make scooters and the scooter company don't make game accessories, you'd be surprised <laughs> how that works. All right, let's see. Oh, their website's terrible. Oh wow. Okay, all right, there we go. Ultimate performance. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not good enough. That's not, that's not enough. Mind melting. Mind melting. High performance. Reality Explore shattering. Or a complete arsenal. Oh, yeah, okay. Arsenal. Gotta use that word, yeah. That's a good one. It would be fun to do like a word cloud of some of these websites, <laughs> you know, because they use the word ultimate a lot. Like now that I'm yeah. really looking at these, at what they're saying, pushing the limits, powerful performance, surpass everything in its class. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that mm, in its class. Game changing. Is that Game on there? Changing. That's a classic. It's a little on the nose, but ultra <laughs> efficient vapor chamber cooling. Okay, that sounds good. So I'm thinking if we had to make up a fake technology for this podcast, like don't panic now with blank. Mm -hmm. What's what's our secret made up advantage? With like best friends 4.0 or like um, (laughs) like pal talk technology now with Colby juice. I don't know. Oh, earth-shattering Colby's? <laughs> Col- Colby's without limits? I like that. Now with two Colby's, we just mirror his video. And, and twice. I like we cut, cut in Colby from an old episode. I like that. Right. Now with advanced Two times the Colby. Technology. That's right. We've interconnected two Colby chips together to create Colby Ultra. <laughs> just tied their belts together (laughs) we handcuffed them together they didn't have a choice the most colby Uh, in its class (laughs) yes yes twice as much colby as compared to the 2013 model um you know with with those exponential charts um i love that but uses uh you know 10 percent less power that's right. That's right. Drinks twelve percent less cocktails than, <laughs> than, than the previous Colby. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's keep scooching here. M1 yeah, Ultra. I, well, yeah. Let, listen. In, in the tradition of of Apple introducing chips before they talk about what products they're in. Yeah, Dan, you're going to want to. What are you going to do? Use it as a coaster? No, you want to use your M1 Ultra. Yeah. How are you going to do it in the new Mac Studio? It's like the Mac Mini, but chunkier. Uh, it's a desktop system uh, that contains Apple's M1 uh, Ultra or the M1 Max. You can take your choice. Um, but it's got a few other interesting features. The The Cube is uh, 3.7 inches tall. Uh, it includes four Thunderbolt 4 ports as well as a 10 gigabit Ethernet port, two USB-A ports, an HDMI, and an audio jack. On the front, it'll have two USB-C ports and an SD card slot. It'll support Wi-Fi 6 and Bluetooth 5.0. It can also support up to four Pro Display XDRs and a 4K TV, Apple says. Um, if you buy them with M Max, well, a 50% faster performance than a current Max Pro, uh, Mac Pro with a 16-core Xeon processor. Uh, the M1 is reportedly 3.8 times faster uh, than the 27-inch iMac that's available on the market today. Uh... Let's see. We'll talk about the screen in a second. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. It's going to start with M1 Max at $1,999, and the Ultra will start at $3,999. I believe if you max it out, you're up into the eight grand range. Maxed out. And on a similar note, the 27-inch iMac has been discontinued in favor of this. Pour one out. May it rest in peace. So what do you guys think of uh, the big silver box? It's cool. I'm glad it exists. It is kind of the uh, you know the the Mac mid tower that everyone wanted in like 2005. <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, that's the 21st century version or the the 20 uh, 
2020 version. Seems cool. I wish it came in colors. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> the thing I... I've always imagined that in a world where I don't have to go anywhere, which honestly has been the last couple of years, so, you know, maybe I would never actually do this, that I would get an iMac and that would be my computer. Um, But now, because it used to be that the iMacs were better computers than the laptops at doing the computer stuff. Right. But now they're not better computers than the laptops and the laptop is a laptop. Uh, So I... I don't see myself ever getting something like this, but I'm glad it exists. Yeah. Wow, this, the Mac Studio is 10 to 12 weeks delayed at this point. Yeah, I'm sure it's very popular. I mean, the, the pro audience, I think, is really, really wanted to get into the M1 market. Oh, that's in a only way if you that, max it out. If you don't do oh. that, it ships in, you know, in May. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is really the first time M1, once you get to the ultra level, is getting into the hands of the of the heavy pro audience. You're right, Dan, and previously in the laptops, but, you know, this combines a permanent desktop solution with all the ports. Um, and we'll talk about the monitor in a second, but it's it's certainly the most compelling package they've had for the pro audience, I think, I would argue, almost since the, the, the Mac uh, Tower back in the day, the Tower of Power. Um, yeah. You know, that this is, I think, a pretty compelling um, option. But no, your average person would never get anywhere near this thing. Yep. It's um, however, you can't just buy a little silver cube and put it on your desk. You got to have something to look at, which is why they also announced right alongside it uh, the 27-inch 5K Studio Display. Um, Finally. It, uh, you know, it's been too goddamn long. Uh, it's a five <laughs> K. It Eleven years. <laughs> it's been pretty wild. Um, it uh, it's pretty exciting. Twenty seven inches, six hundred nits of brightness, five K P three wide color, and macOS's True Tone feature. Um, it doesn't have one hundred and twenty hertz refresh rate. Uh, it only has the traditional 60 hertz, so that's one thing you're going to want to watch out for on the back. There are three USB-C ports and a single Thunderbolt 3 port. That Thunderbolt 3 port will provide 96 watts of pass-through charging. That's enough to power up all of your Apple devices, including laptops, which is pretty interesting. Um, it also has a powerful six-speaker system, uh, and there's an A13 chip in the monitor. Uh, that enables software features like center stage, uh, which is where the camera pans around while you move, spatial audio, and hey Siri voice commands through the built-in mic array. Um, now, you may remember the Pro Display XDR was introduced with a pre- starting price tag of $5,000. Um, the good news for you, they've given you a nice discount. This one actually starts at $1,599, though it will be more expensive as you add various... Um, Glass options. You can have the nano texture glass for a couple hundred bucks more, as well as what stand you choose, um, including the tilt adjustable and height adjustable stands. Yeah. So my question for you guys is, um, Colby, how fast did you order one of these? Come on, tell me you bought one of these bad boys. No, I didn't buy one yet because I have to pay my taxes soon. It was not terrible, man. Uncle Sam. <laughs> Uncle Sam was not kind this year to, to old Colby. <laughs> t- t- tell him, say, I need the money for a fancy monitor, damn it. It's better than <laughs> better than paying for roads and bridges. <laughs> right. The the right, this is my infrastructure. I don't see <laughs> yeah, where, right. where's Colby's infrastructure bill, damn it? <laughs> right. It's infrastructure week. Right. That's right. Uh but I th- I'm go I'm fully planning on doing that. Once, uh, once all that jazz is settled down. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, uh, I bought one on the toilet right after the, uh, on the toilet. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's the best place to do all your shopping. Yeah, that's right. Did you near, near, you know, in the ideal state of mind, did you get the nano texture glass? I did because to my left, Winder. is a giant window that in the afternoon 
<clears throat> means I can't see anything in here. Yeah. Um, now, I could solve that problem by putting a curtain up, but then I would have to, there is no hardware, so I'd have to do all that. Blah, blah. So I did get the nano texture glass. I haven't had a matte display wow. ever, I don't think. It used to be, you used to be able to order MacBook Pros with matte display. I always thought that looked so cool. I remember that. When was the last time you were able to do that? All, <laughs> 2011? 2010? It's been uh, a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get that too when it uh, when the time is right. When the time is right, I'm excited though. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm gonna throw away my webcam. Yes, this stupid thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I bet the camera's gonna look crazy good. I hope so. Not just, with, but with the processing power in it, like that. What an interesting. You know, if you've got a zillion chips in your Apple, put one in the monitor. It's it's a really cool idea. Right. How many yeah, uh, slots sense. does it have? Oh, it has four ports. One Thunderbolt and three yes, USB-C. Yeah, my only complaint is it doesn't have an Ethernet port. Yeah. Gotcha. But I already do have a dongle. But then I'll have this dongle hanging off the back of the thing. I don't want a dongle hanging off the back of my thing. Dongles. Yeah, I feel like Can I have you... the dock thing no matter what. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. As I, I just think, as no matter how many uh, how many ports they put in these things, dongles and hubs aren't going anywhere. Unfortunately. Yeah. Not yet. Man, I can't yeah. wait for the review of that bad boy. It's uh, it's nice. It's nice. Uh, I'm excited for you guys. I should be able to review it. Nice. This is why I let you guys take the fancy stuff. I'm looking at they rolled out the uh, the black uh, Magic Mouse and Magic Trackpad, um, which oh, looked right. dope. With so the silver the silver background. Uh huh. Now, of course, the Magic Master still charge on the bottom. Can't believe they haven't fixed that. But Sick. Um, it looks really good. So, Oh, I forgot they have keyboards with Touch ID now. Yeah. That's but you got to have an M1. Oh, no, but you have an M1 computer. So, yeah. I could get into that. Just go, just, just go to the Apple Store and open a tab, you know? <laughs> I just put on Colby's tab. Right, they'll do that. He's buying out the shop. That's awesome. You know what I did? Actually, I should make this my pick, but you know what I did the other day? I treated myself to a $7 purchase at the Apple Store. You know what I bought? Uh, the polishing cloth? Actually, the polishing cloth is twice as expensive as that. <laughs> so no, that's a good guess, but no. Um, I bought new uh, rubber tips for my AirPods. They had gotten unpleasant, uh, and I genuinely do try to keep them clean, but I wear them constantly, and they got a little a little ear greasy. And so, for seven bucks, they'll just send you a set of four of them. So Is that I recommend the cheapest you, thing you can get at the Apple Store now, uh, and it shipped for free, which was pretty cool. So um, that's actually a really good question. I don't know, but uh, but it was I was a good investment because the nice ones, the new ones, are very uh, white, especially when you put them next to the old ones. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's everything Apple announced for now. Well, they also announced that they're not finished announcing things. That's they true. A rare pre-announcement of the uh, Mac Pro. So there will be a Mac Pro, and they haven't announced it yet. <laughs> it's going to come with three thousand cores. Um, <laughs> So many cores. Uh, no, and that, you know we have WD, WWDC coming up, so we'll be getting some software updates too by the time June rolls around. So, yeah. um, a lot of exciting stuff happening for uh, maybe some updated laptops. The rumors is uh, around WWDC. So who knows? Very cool. It's an exciting time. I was going to put in Microsoft's big announcement too. I didn't think we'd have time to get to it. Uh, their big Windows announcement. I don't Wait, know if you guys saw that? it. 
Oh, the new no. Windows announcement? Oh, damn. This is this is huge. Windows 11 tabs in File Explorer. Oh, I did see that. Boom. Boom. Yes, I'm surprised I didn't have a big keynote for that. My five-year-old uh, desktop Windows computer uh, told me recently I can't use Windows 11. So, <laughs> oh. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah, they put I, really I know we talked about it on the show, but like... Yeah. That's a pr- this is a pretty new computer. Yeah, the good news is they're not rushing anybody off Windows 10. So yeah, apparently not. Yeah, that's your your upside. No, I've used Windows 11. It's very the same as Windows 10. Like, I don't know of any notable other than tabs in. Honestly, that would be the only thing to get me to upgrade. That's my that's the one Mac feature that was a <laughs> slam dunk for me was tabs in Finder. Oh, I never use it. Me? What do you use it for? I, I move files all the time. You move them using tabs? You don't just like use a new window? No, because then I, I... So and maybe we have different... Are you guys the people who just leave everything open in the background? No, of course not. I'm not an animal. Because I know people who do that. I hate having windows open. I think and I do that. <laughs> so the more I can close, the better. So that's why I like tabs, because I have one finder window. Mm. With a bunch of tabs. I also don't have um, my Mac at work has no monitors. It's only the 16 inch Mac display. So I don't have a ton of space to bounce stuff around. That's the other. Gotcha. Thing. Maybe I should so, try tabs. I honestly I don't even know. I don't even know how to open a tab. Right click open a new tab. Open a new All, Any tab. folder right click open a new tab. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. Can you drag stuff between tabs? Oh. You bet your ass you can. <laughs> it didn't flash, but it worked. Yeah, it's uh no, I like I do like the tabs a lot. I just huh, I so. discovered recently. Like I always use the columns view in Finder. Yep, but I discovered that if you change the view in a file, like that file always stays that view. That folder. You yeah. Mean? And mm-hmm. almost always I want the columns view, but occasionally I want a folder that is like in the, in the list view and sorted by like recently, recently added. Like I did that mm-hmm. with my downloads folder and it changed my life. I used to spend so much time like scrolling through my downloads folder, trying to find the thing I just downloaded. Crazy. Yeah, there's a lot with Finder that sounds small, but I don't miss it when I go back to Windows. Yeah. Not, not at all. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I'm looking at the uh, the rundown sheet here and I see I'm the only one with a pick. Is that is that an accurate fact this week? We we can zip by picks. We don't have to stop. I don't have any. I don't have anything. Uh, Nothing is coming to mind for me. That's okay. I was I was hoping I could think of something while the two of you did yours. No, that's never. I, that it's the same thing of the person at the restaurant when the waiter comes over. Uh, I need a minute. You take their orders first. It takes like three seconds, and then they're back to you. Damn it. Don't worry about it. You're okay. Um. No, I actually have uh, a question I do want to ask you guys in this time. Um, I'll move my pick to next week. Um, two things. One, I saw somebody online. I don't know if you saw this. It was going around some of the tech blogs. Somebody took one of the old G4 Macs, which was the one with kind of like the half circle base with the little metal arm and the screen on it, mm-hmm. and put an M1 Mac inside of it. And I was like, that was so cool. And I was thinking, I was going to ask you guys, if you could take any old piece of computer technology and put current hardware inside of it, what is there anything that comes to mind as something you'd be like, I would love to have blank, but with the power of, you know, M1 or whatever the modern thing is. Uh, I think at my grandma's house in the attic, there's one of the, uh, the original like home Mac, the like tall box one with the screen that's this big in the keyboard yeah the big floppy disk slot that's the that's the one i would do It'd be crazy uh gamecube easy the cube 
loop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Little handle. That's so cool. <laughs> I like that idea a lot. Because I, I was really thinking like computers, but I'm like, yeah, you're, I guess you could put it in anything. That's pretty sweet. I like that it, but too. for like pure challenge factor, I think putting it in like a Game Boy Color would be. Oh, well, yeah, that would be. <laughs> that would be a challenge. I, I think I would go with the uh, the iBook. The G3, the clamshell, mm-hmm. which was like the plastic colorful, but the laptop um, in like the bright blue in that teal blue. I think would be awesome. I would love yeah, to carry bring that back thing around. See through computers. I want the plastics. I want the bright colors. I want that '90s, like late '90s aesthetic. It's the dream. That was great. They went too far in the middle. That's why I do look at the Mac Studio and I'm like, it's so boring. <laughs> like, make it light up or something. Like, it's just a snoozer. Um. My other question for you guys, uh, and then we actually will wrap it up, is I have a thought for the show, but you guys can say no in our effort to generate content. Recently, they have put out really two, but I'm going to say three tech-related miniseries loosely based on reality, and that is the um, Super Pumped, which is the Uber one starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt over at Apple TV. They did the uh, WeWork one, over at Showtime, uh, the miniseries, and they did the uh, the Dropout, which is Elizabeth Holmes and uh, Theranos. And I was curious if you guys would have any interest in watching those and talking about them on the program. Yeah, absolutely. All of them are just one. We can start with one. We won't do them all at the same time, I promise. But maybe in a week or two, let's pick one now. We'll come back in a week. I believe, oh, I have to check that all the episodes are out. We probably should wait until then. So why don't we, um, why don't you, after we're done, I'll do some research and we'll go back and forth in the Slack. But let's, um, yeah, let's I don't at some have point show time, but I'm down for the other ones. Same. I will. I believe it's in, I have Paramount Plus because they scammed me into a subscription and I think it's on there so I can send you my password. No, what, what happened? I'm such an idiot. Here's the problem. I, they had a deal back when it was CBS All Access and before they transitioned it to Paramount Plus where you can get a year of Paramount Plus for half price if you pre-buy. And, I, and it was like a really good price. So I'm like, I'm just going to pre-buy the year. Now this was a year and a half ago. Well, guess what? They auto-renewed me, not for a month, but for a whole nother year uh, (laughs) at full price. So I have Paramount Plus for another year because I'm a total moron. So (laughs) we'll um, we'll see about uh, we'll see about doing that. But that could be fun. So look forward to that coming up. Well, I have been watching the dropout. It's excellent. I haven't seen the others. So Um, we'll have to do that. Great. Well, uh, anything else you guys have to share? As we wrap it up here. Nope, I'm good. Uh, I will very quickly talk about Up for Debate. It's March Madness. And guys, I come on here and I sometimes say this week's episode was good. It was okay. It was great. No joke. This latest episode on the feed, the one we just recorded, uh, maybe my favorite episode we've ever done. Certainly the one I've laughed the hardest in. And I don't want to spoil the whole thing, but Matt sent me a mystery box. It was full of something I was absolutely shocked at what it was. Then he threw like two more curveballs in the episode. And we we genuinely, I, I could not believe the, the nonsense we were getting into. It really was a ton of fun. So I genuinely will say it is a good episode to listen to. And we're taping another one this week, and I have no idea what's in store. So March Madness is off to a hot start. Nice. Got a cute um, Yes, please do over at uptomate.tv or wherever you get podcasts. Our shows don't panic. Of course, go to the website. We'll have the links to the picks we didn't have. Uh, as well as the audio and the video of the episodes. And of course, you can follow us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter, email us, don't panic show at gmail.com, and follow us, uh, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Check us out there, look for that big red button uh, with the video version on YouTube. Guys, we're wrapping it up here, but our march continues next week with more great tech news. On behalf of Dan and Colby, I'm Sean. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it as always. We'll see you next time for another great episode of Don't Panic.
This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.